Hello and welcome. I'm Daniel. And I'm Andrew. We're two brothers. And this is the Daniel and Andrew Show. Where we give our opinions about movies and TV and movies about toys that we've been watching lately. So, Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How about you? I'm doing all right. Um, just, um, you know, not doing anything today because I've been busy the entire week. Um, getting ready for this big weekend of movies and then the weekend actually coming. <laughs> and it's uh, busy, busy, busy. So, yeah. Um, did you do anything fun this week? Um, well, as you know, a, a co-op game came out. It's pretty fun, so pretty much yeah. been doing that most of the weekend. Gotcha, gotcha. That's nice. Yeah, it's been a while since a good one. That a, Not only a good one has come out, but also worked at launch. I know, that doesn't happen often anymore for some reason yeah. that I no, will never understand. Um, and not, nothing to hijack it either, like, uh, you know, things to pay for or whatever. So I'm assuming... Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Cool. Cool. Um, I, yeah, just was working. And then um, yesterday I saw two theater productions. Um, one, Grandma, our grandma was in a show. So I went and saw that. And that was good. Um, it was uh, just about five ladies you know and their friendship or whatever and it was nice um you know i was probably the youngest one in there but that's okay um but it was good and then um i then went to i'm the vice president of a theater company um and i went to the their our show that we had right now and it was just a bunch of short scenes and stuff like that and um and that was pretty good too so got a couple good shows in don't see live theater all the time so that was fun um it was just um full packed day of things and i did other things in between but it's quite quite the day so cool coming off of busy work days so yep um and I also, I saw two movies. I saw Barbie and I saw Oppenheimer this week. So I was doing a lot of sitting and watching things in a theater. Um, and I went to AMC before for, to see Oppenheimer, which was a bad idea because it's a three-hour movie and there's so much stuff for AMC. A lot of trailers and whatnot. Um, so... This week on the trailer train, we got three trailers. Um, let's start with let's start with Haunting in Venice because this movie looks weird. I don't know. It's got quite a few famous people in it. 
Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the premise of the story looks really boring and dumb to me. Uh, well, this trailer, at least, I feel like is less misleading than the first trailer. The first trailer is just straight up like, oh, this is a horror movie. This one yeah. is like at least showing well there's like more it's more of a murder mystery with the horror elements to it but yeah. um yeah i just thought it was it, yeah it was it's a weird to the first trailer i will say yeah yeah um you know it's his the third one with him playing poro um kenneth Branagh, the one that he's directed the one that he's directed as well after murdering on express and um, death on the Nile. So I didn't realize these were connected, honestly, it's just the same detective. They're not like connected in any way. It's just the same character doing <laughs> different stuff. Okay. Um, and this is ba- they're all based on Agatha Christie. And this one's like the only one's not based on like a book, like a full book. It's like, um, based on like a short story she wrote, which is like the only one she ever did with horror supernatural elements to it pretty much. Um, but it's coming out in September. It's not even coming out in October, which I find weird, but it let, like, they think this is going to hold over till um, Halloween. Well, is it done? They're doing with Haunted Mansion for some reason. Well, Haunted Mansion, the, the la- the, when they did the last remake, or last version, that came out in the summer, too. Um, so, well, well it's, it's just be, the, the make them both dumb, done. <laughs> yeah. It should be yeah. in Halloween, they do better. I agree with you. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um yeah, well, this is um, another one in under the the search, like the twentieth century studios. Um, that's you know Disney owned, so so we'll see how that does. Um, did you see the trailer for the holdovers? Yes, um, it's got some. Uh, it's kind of like quirky movie mm. i'd say uh it looks decent it looks you know like it'll have some heartfelt moments and uh, uh it also looked a yeah. little like just kind of talking kind of movie that would be kind of slow probably but it'll probably be a good movie if you stick around for the whole thing yeah, well, it's um, Alexander Payne is directing it, um, and he direct. He's like he's a really good director. He directed Sideways, The Descendants, Nebraska, Election. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of those movies, but a single one. Um, he makes really good movies. Uh, most of the time, they're nominated for a bunch of Oscars. Um, he, um, yeah, hit sideways. He made that with, um, uh, that's a one with Paul Giamatti. And then he's making this one with Paul Giamatti. Um, 
yeah this uh i think it'll be good um yeah his movies are always usually funny with like heartfelt you know moments in it um they're gonna show in the trailer it's more um you know like comedy stuff in it um but it'll definitely have more dramatic stuff in it but um like he made um nebraska is a really good movie the descendants is a really good movie um so I would definitely, I'm definitely want to check this movie out because I've liked his other movies. Um, and Paul Giamatti's good, so definitely gonna check it out. Yeah. Um, and it's like made by like Focus Features, which is like a tiny studio. Um, and uh, all the all most of his movies are like a small story. It's not like some big you know it's just about like a family or yeah so they have creative control over it they don't have some studio looming over it oh yeah i'm like i wouldn't be surprised if he like wrote it and everything he probably um had a heavy hand in making it um so because that's what he does with most of his movies so um, yeah, I'll definitely be checking that one out. Um, so, yeah, the probably the big one this week was uh, the second trailer for the Marvels. Yeah. What did you think? Um, well, it's a three superhero characters that I don't care about. <laughs> And they put them all in a movie together. Um, they none of their powers like make any sense. They're just kind of like lights and stuff. And it they don't really give them any like um, weakness at all. I'd say. Well, like, we don't see that, but yeah. Yeah, other than taking it away. It's kind of like with Superman, the only way you beat him is if with Kryptonite that takes away his powers. It's got yeah. kind of the same kind of flaw as that. I can see how you could say that for like Captain Marvel. Um, but the other two, I'm sure they probably will have limitations. Um for sure. I suppose. I guess I've never said. Um, did they say? Um, um, I don't. Not in the trailer. No. But I think. Um, no, I mean in the show for the the younger one, Miss Marvel. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, they're, they're not perfect. You know, she has. I like. I don't. I can't. Well, like. With most superheroes, I can't tell you what like their weakness is. Like, you Not know, like America's just like, a person. Like they have limitations. Like, I'm sure they'll have limitations. I don't know what they are. Um, I doubt you could. They I could just, just figured they might have said in the show because you actually finished that show, and I have never, I never got through it. Um, yeah, she's the 
well it's more most of the time it's like powers that she is it's like so much that she can't like handle it or like something like that so we'll see i don't know and they also changed her powers in that show so you know like her she was like stretchy oh you mean from the comics yeah yeah they've changed now her powers it's like she's she's basically green lantern yeah her powers just come from a bracelet or whatever so i guess you just take away the bracelet yeah but also she's a mutant oh yeah it looks so dumb. I'm sorry. It's just, well, the powers are like they're all like shooting stuff. I'm gonna guess that they're gonna find them more in this movie. Maybe. But now you gotta somehow define them in a movie with three superheroes all at once. I will say I don't think they need to define Captain Marvel. I think she's been established. I think it's the okay. other two that uh, they're gonna establish more, especially. That. Tiana Paris's character who was like barely even who was who was in WandaVision. Yeah. yeah. So like um yeah, they'll have to um yeah, we I don't think we've ever even seen her powers just, before. Yeah, just in the yeah, they didn't even show the powers in it. Yeah. Think. So we'll get you know more of her, I'm sure. Um, and what you know, what she does. Um, they're all light based powers. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know. I understand your um issues, but I think that this trailer was more interesting, uh, and more fun than the other one. The first one, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'll say this is the least interest that I've ever been in Marvel, a Marvel movie. So, yeah. Well, I don't think you're the only one that feels that way. Um, I don't know. Might be, might be good. Might be bad. Might yeah, be somewhere I mean, in between. I- yeah, I mean, seen all the movies at least. So. Yeah, well, I. It's funny because I talked to a, a few people yesterday about it because we usually start talking about superhero stuff, superhero movies. Because um, I like to get people's opinions on things, and nobody has seen Secret Invasion. I've only watched the first episode, um, and it just came just came out of it at a crappy time, I think, and nobody's paying attention to it. Yeah. Um, it kind of did come out at a crappy time. There's just so much other things to watch. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know, this weekend it was Barbie Heimer here. Like there's, you know, there's two movies you can go see instead of watching and watching that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Mission Impossible was before this. Mission Impossible, exactly. Like, you know, um, I think we started watching The Bear. I like it so far. Um, second season is coming out. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess there's other things to watch. I think 
Um, we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't, we're not going to get, I don't, I don't think we're going to get any Marvel stuff after this for a while with the strike. So as far yeah, as I know, they need to take a breather anyways, I think. Yeah. Um, people are worried that maybe they might push back stuff that's supposed to come at the end of the year back because of the strike like dune and and things like that so who knows what's going to happen you know because there's these reshoots and things like that but they can yeah yeah well speaking of reshoots aquaman 2 is reportedly a huge mess um several rounds of test screenings um, three rounds of reshoots. So like Amazing. a one round of reshoots is normal, but three rounds is a lot. Yeah. Is anyone surprised? I they mean. were having test screenings and then test screenings were poor. So they do reshoots more test screenings, reshoots. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and that's supposed to come out at the end of the year. So I don't know if they can do any more reshoots if they're, uh, you know, on strike. So that's a yeah. problem. That is a problem, I guess. I, they'll just I, have I, to pick whatever bad version they came up with. I guess hopefully some of these other movies had their movie in the can before um, the strike because otherwise it's just going to be it is what it is type situation. Um, you know, no writers, no actors. So, yep. Big, big issues. We're probably not going to have a lot of TV shows in the fall. Um, so, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to go on hiatus for a while. We might have nothing to talk about. Maybe, maybe. Well, they, they're going to maybe have to go back to the time where they actually like have things complete scripts completed and things like that. Instead of just going, Oh, we're going to announce this thing 5,000 years in advance and we don't have any script or anything. We're just like, Oh, this sounds like a good idea. They have to go back to the days where they have like everybody in place and then they have it ready to go. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and pay people. Um, speaking of things that say they're going to come out, you know, over a year and, you know, who knows if this is actually going to be ready to go. But a Borderlands movie, um, they said, is coming out. Um, it's been in development for a long time, I'm for, uh, for 2015, so eight years. Um, it's going to be directed by Eli Roth, who's a horror movie director, um, starring Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Um, so there's some that's some star power for sure. Uh, Oscar, Oscar, two Oscar winners in that one. Uh, I want to say they've already shot it. Um, oh, okay. Well, hopefully they don't. Hopefully they don't do any reshoot. Have to do any reshoots. Yeah. 
And Jack Black is playing, uh, what's it called? Claptrap. The mm. <laughs> little robot. And I guess just any eccentric character these days, you might as well just throw Jack Black in there, I guess. Yeah, Jack Black is the eccentric character man. You can't think of anybody else. That's the only person who can do it. I was. We were talking about um, Mario and um, who should like if they do another one, which they will, because it made a bajillion, gajillion dollars. Um, like more character voices for the characters, and who, what characters would you want to see? Um, and I want to just see some more random choices, uh, like Chris Pratt as Mario. I want to see like. You know, Waluigi played by like Christopher Walken, or um, you know, just some really random choices that I think would be weird and stupid. You know, Wario played by Jeff Goldblum. You know, just something really off off the beaten path. I think would be really funny because um, they also wasted like Fred Armisen as a voice in Mario. And they did nothing with him. He was the like king monkey, cranky Kong. Yeah, so. I mean, I still think Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong was really stupid. So, yeah, yeah, that's that is one where it's just like that's that person. Yeah. So we'll see. Um. So. Um, the Bond, James Bond producers went, came to Sam Mendes and um, asked, offered him to come back and do another James Bond, direct another James Bond movie. Um, Sam Mendes recently directed 1917 and um, Empire of Light. Um, he directed Skyfall and Spectre. Um, they came back to him and he turned it down. He doesn't want to come back to Bond. Um, and to that, I say good. So he can make his original stuff. And and also, Spectre wasn't particularly great. Um, and um, so my question is, then who do we get to direct it? Um, I've seen some interesting picks online. Um I do not want Christopher Nolan to direct a Bond movie. <laughs> they, I don't think he'd do one anyway. So uh, I hope he doesn't because I don't want to see that. Because they would have to give him just a huge bag for him to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I just, yeah, no thanks. Um, you probably could make a pretty good Bond movie, though. He probably could. It would just be long and overly complicated, and that's my only um, thing. Uh, I, you know, yeah. Could. I mean, that was what was the second one? That one was long and overly complicated. Um. Which one? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> the desert one. Uh, I don't remember which one it was. I don't called, think that so. was that. I, it's Quantum of Solace. I just don't think you liked that movie. I don't think it's really that. It was all really complicated. There was like some secret organization. They were all very overly complicated, if you ask me. Okay. 
Well, I'm good. Anyways, what, what are, who are the other people? Um, like, um, I saw Matthew Vaughn. He directed, um, you know, Kick Ass and um, Kingsman. Uh, um, who else did I see? Um, we don't want no robot dogs running around. Robot dogs? <laughs> In one of those gigs when there's some robot cyborg dog thing. <laughs> Why do I not remember that at all? The the villain was a lady, a famous lady, and she had a robot dog thing. It wasn't a dog, it was like a tiger. I don't know. I I don't remember at all, but that's okay. Um, People are saying just, I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay. Um, It was the one with uh, the whip guy, I'm pretty sure. The whip one. Do you not remember? It had he's in Last of Us, Mandalorian. Oh, Pedro Pascal. Yes, okay, I remember. Sorry, that was like oh, that was like five years ago at this point, if not longer. Um, Yeah, I mean, just it wasn't the best. Wasn't the best. Um, Then since then, the King's Man came out and stuff. So I've yeah, well forgot. I didn't even finish that one, so not Kingsman, please. Um, people are saying bring back Martin Campbell. He directed both of the the last two starts for the last two James Bonds. He directed Goldeneye for Pierce Brosnan, and he directed um, Casino Royale for Daniel Craig. So they're just like, the only one who can start a James Bond off right, bring him back. Um, And I would be fine with that. My only problem is that the last couple movies that Martin Campbell have directed have been not good. Uh, So I just, I doubt they would give him that. Um, The last movie he directed was The Protégé. I don't even know what that is. Exactly. Because <laughs> no one talked about it because it wasn't very good. Um, I would say that they need to kind of, they need to like write three movies and really like, I'd say have a beginning and end, you know, and it would be a much more interesting watch if they actually didn't just make up another story after the other one. Cause I'd say that hurts the film. Yeah. I found, I've seen some other interesting choices. Nicholas winding Refn, who directed drive with Ryan Gosling, um, uh, Bong Joon Ho. He's a big fan of, he did Snowpiercer and and Parasite, uh, Ryan Johnson, because obviously well, Daniel Daniel Craig um, clearly and can then, do well with franchises. And David Leach, who directed John Wick, um, That'd be the cool. first one. Honestly, that I, uh, that's my 
I mean, they would have good action for sure. And then. Yeah, well, if you wanted to do more, you know, hand-to-hand action, he did Bullet Train and Atomic Blonde and the Nobody. Yeah, Yeah, no, that Um, would be a good choice. Yeah, I think I think there are some good choices. I'm hoping either I would rather yeah, like or like um uh Denny Villeneuve is another one that people would like and he directed Dune and Arrival and other things. Um So we'll see. Um yeah, I think I think there's good options. You know, maybe someone with an action background. I think it just depends on what kind of movie they want to make. I still think they should put him back in the '60s, put him back in his time. I think might be good, um, and you could have like, you know, a, a classic Bond story, and then you can have more hand-to-hand action and stuff like that. Might be fun. Um, and it just looks cooler in that, you know, that that whole era with the classic tuxes and stuff like that. I agree with you that I would probably rather, I personally would probably rather see a movie uh, set in the past, but that's not going to attract any uh, new viewers, I'd say. Um, I think if you get some a director that, like a David Leach or something like that, that younger people would be like, Oh, the guy who did John wick. Like, I think you could set it at any time. Um, um, or you just get somebody, you know, bring somebody like Martin Campbell back that has done good bond movies in the past. People, just enough people will come and see it and be like, Oh, well that was a good movie. And, you know, bring a good, good word of mouth though. I think there's good options. Most likely they'll just pick someone random that nobody wants, but you know, we'll see. Um, But I think they have a chance to do something really different or something good. Um, But who knows? They could also just make a movie that no one wants to watch. They're just going to play it safe. They're just going to make the same old, same old. Yeah. Well, this this weekend was a big, big weekend um, for movies. Um, two large movies came out. Um, uh, way, way better than anybody expected, or both of them. Um, TikTok, TikTok, and memes. Barbieheimer, um, worked because it's uh pretty crazy. Um, definitely the biggest weekend for this year for movies. Um, Barbie is had the best opening weekend of any movie this year. Better than Mario. Wow. Um, it's going domestically it's going to make uh, past 150 million 155 million something like that Mario came out and it was made like 145 million so uh, 
Barbie originally had like nothing. They thought, oh, that was going to bomb flop movie. Um, and then it went up to like 90 million predictions. And then it went to 110, like right before the weekend. And it smashed all those predictions. It's, it's like $150 million movie. Um, big old weekend. Oppenheimer is doing well as well. That had like a 50 million prediction. And it's going to make like 75 million. Um, I think that this is probably... Um, this is like probably the biggest opening weekends and um for movies, just box office weekend since Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so big, 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 big weekend for movies. Um, there's no problems. Lots of people coming into theaters. I think it helps that Oppenheimer's on the big big screens but people are fine seeing Barbie they don't have to see it on the you know IMAX so I think mm-hmm. that's helping so the premium and the non-premium screens are getting filled up um, uh, you know I I said it's um, women are an underserved market um, it reminds me of when Black Panther came out Everybody came up with their Black Panther outfits on. Just this time, it's pink and Barbie outfits for Barbie. Mm. Um, people, when you when you give it give a market what they want, they come out and see it. Um, I've ne- I haven't seen it this busy in a very 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 long time, um, and I'm happy that. Um, it's kind of weird that the number one movie of the summer might be Barbie because that is not what I thought was going to happen. Um, but I'm. Do you think it's going to keep this pace? Um, no. Uh, there's no. It's going to probably have like a huge yeah, drop. Pretty, yeah, I'm thinking it's going to have a huge drop. Um, like, let's see. Yeah, I think it'll have like a 60% drop next weekend or even maybe even bigger. If it makes like 50 million next weekend, you know, that's a huge drop. I just think when it opens that huge, it's almost impossible not to have a big drop like that. So we'll yeah, see. I would say like everyone who probably wanted to see it has probably seen it now. So. Yeah, it is um, Barbie. It's the biggest domestic opening of this year uh biggest opening ever for a female director uh biggest uh opening for margot robbie and ryan gosling and uh, biggest opening weekend for a movie that isn't a sequel remake or superhero movie ever wow. um so <laughs> yeah uh I like Greta Gerwig and I'm happy that uh, she's getting good recognition. I did not think it would be anywhere near this big. Um, But yeah, big weekend for movies. So let's talk about one of those movies. Um, Today we're talking about Barbie. Um, Like I said, you got Ryan Gosling, you got Marco Robbie, directed by Greta Gerwig. Um, I think 
this was a good movie, but uh, we gotta. I gotta throw it over to Andrew first because um, I'm curious what he has to say. That's pretty mid for me. Um, the funny thing is, I mean, I went with my wife Laura, and I told her give me a rating, and she was like trash. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I was like, well, how about a number? And she was like, I don't know, a four. Really? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, I, I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. A four? Wow. I think she okay. may have just been joking, but this... I don't know. I guess she, she was joking. Much. It kind of felt oh. like it was. She was joking, but she didn't like the movie. No, she. Oh. She didn't really find it funny. Um, there were a few parts that I found funny, but uh, I don't know. My opinion is pretty is pretty mid. I. I'll probably never see this again. Honestly, I could have gone without seeing it. So, um, all right. Well, we'll have different opinions for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this movie a lot. Um, it was funny. Um, the music was good. Uh, it was like a soundtrack movie, and it was the music was like a part of the movie. Um, uh, the director said that she was inspired by like movie musicals and like Saturday night fever and Greece and stuff like that, where like the music's like part of the movie. Um, it was funny. Um, I have a few issues, um, which brings it down a little bit for me. Um, there was nice heartfelt moments in there. Um, the ending is the only thing that's kind of weird for me. Um, and we could talk about it in more in spoilers. Um, I liked the musical numbers as of course I'm going to like them. Um, I liked the world that they were in was fun and funny to me. Um, I don't know. I had a good time. Uh, what did you think of, her as Barbie. Margot um, I think she did a great job. Um, I would say both her and uh, Ryan Gosling did a great job uh, with the role. I actually think Ryan Gosling did a better job than her. Um, yeah, well, I think Ryan Gosling got to have the more obviously you know, yeah, you got to have, have more fun more with it. Th- yeah. Yeah. Usually the protagonist is kind of, you know, the, is our through line, but not always the most interesting character. Um, yeah. yeah. Ryan Gosling had a lot of fun stuff to do. Yeah. He um, definitely kind of became the standout of the movie. At least I didn't think so. I don't maybe. Oh yeah. I think there wasn't even a question that that was going to happen just based on the trailers. You, you know, okay. um, but, um, 
we had um, other Barbies. We had other Kens. Um, I thought those everyone did a pretty good job. Um, one of my favorite characters was Alan, uh, played by Michael Sarah. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. I'm here too, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was funny. Um, and then we had some human characters. We had Will Ferrell. Um, uh, this was basically the Lego movie again, um, complete with Will Ferrell playing the CEO real world yeah. character. Um, <laughs> and uh, um, we had America Ferrera and um, Ariana Greenblatt as a mother and daughter um, in the real world. And America Ferrera's character works at Mattel. Um, I liked them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big, big scene, uh, for America Ferrer in this movie. Um, and that's one of my, uh, detractors in this movie. And I think I, I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about and we'll talk you about that. In, in uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of messages in this movie. There's one big message, which is what that big scene is about, of course. Um, but there's other messages that I liked in this movie that are not just about that. Um, it is definitely, I think it is a, a movie made by women, um, mostly for women. Um, so, you know, um, it's weird to hear, a uh, woman's perspective and she uh, didn't like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's but what I was saying. I was like, kind of missed the mark. Of- I would kind of, I kind of want, I would kind of want to hear more of why she didn't like it. Not just, I didn't like it, but you know, she just doesn't enjoy this type of humor. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, um, Interesting. Okay, so what's your rating then? My rating? Um, I'm looking at like a six or a five. Uh, okay, okay. And you you would um, not, you'd say see it in theaters, see it at home, not see it at all? Um, I mean... If I was telling another guy, I'd be like, you, you're going to be bored. It's not worth it. But maybe for a woman, you might like it. I, you know, I can't dive into that mind and tell you how it works. So um, I never thought this movie was going to do this well. I don't, I feel like everyone's going to the theater and being disappointed. That That's my take. Um, well, I can tell you for a fact that that's not true, just based on the reactions I got from people walking out of the movie. But, um, mm-hmm. well, it's it's. I know um, people were enjoying it. There were there was people in my theater. There was actually this dude who was so loud and like literally the first joke of the movie, he was like, <laughs> like it was the most, like the funniest thing you ever heard. Like literally the first joke of the movie, and I was like. Okay, so I thought, there's, there's definitely an audience for this. For sure. I, well, I thought the movie was funny, um, and the humor does work for me. Um, and yes, I had lots of people laughing. 
um, in the theater. I, um, yeah, I, I thought that it worked for me. I would say a lot of the jokes were in the trailer. Um, I think they could have had less jokes. I think they could have had alternative jokes to put in the trailers than the ones it's just like, you know, and some of the biggest, funniest jokes were in the trailer, I think. Um, but I don't think that this movie was misrepresented in the misrepresented in the trailers. Um, I th- actually thought the trailers were actually a pretty good representation of kind of what this movie is. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. It doesn't completely give it away, and it doesn't also completely you know, just go blah, here it is. You know what I mean? So, um, okay. So I am much higher, um, on this movie than you are. Um, I would definitely say, check it out in the theater. Um, just because I like it's bright and the music's good. So I like seeing that on with good sound in a theater. Um, uh, I'm at an eight and a half. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Um, next week, we're going to do um, our top five movies so far this year, me and you. Um, and this is definitely in there. Um, oh, yeah. So, I mean, this came out of nowhere. Like you said, like yeah, all these memes and stuff, I guess, somehow made everyone want to see this movie. Yeah, um, I I yeah I saw both of the movies of Barbie Heimer here, and uh, uh, one I definitely liked more than the other one. Um, so yeah, so we can get into spoilers. Um, uh, so the reason reason why it was higher for me until a little bit later in the movie. Um, there's a scene where America Ferreira just basically goes, well, this it's hard to be a woman and this is why. Um, and I would have been okay with it if it wasn't so long. She just like keeps r- talk, keeps going. This is why it's hard. This is why it's hard. This is why it's hard. And I was like, if it was shorter and succinct, it would have been okay. But it, it was like this long monologue of just like, oh, the, how hard it is. Um, obviously, I'm not a woman, but I just, I was like, okay. Because like they're giving the message, right? So, like throughout this movie mm-hmm. kind of and other messages. But this message Constantly. is, it, yeah, it's, but there was some subtlety to it until, a little bit until this was just this is the message if you ha- didn't get it this is the message and once again yeah. just to be sure you, if you get it this is the message and i was like all right i got it um and uh, i i see how you're saying it's subtle and the other whenever they do it the other times but it's still pretty much the entire movie so for me the entire movie comes off way more preachy and I get that the movie it's, it is a good message. I'm not saying the message is wrong or anything. It's just I don't like getting beat over the head with it. Um, yeah. Um, I think that it's not just about 
women. I think it talks about men as well. Um, it's not just an, it is not, people are going to make it out to be just like an anti-men women are great and men suck yeah, movie. And it's not just that i would i would say if a kid goes and see this show or movie which i'm sure they will i a kid's just gonna come out you know saying girls rule boys drool sort of thing that's um, like that's all it's gonna come off i think yeah i don't think this movie is for kids um i would but say that doesn't mean watch it it's pg-13 movie i, I understand, understand. made for the kids but that's i'm just saying that's how it's going to come off i you can't make a barbie movie and say a kid's not going to watch it no i agree um i think well i didn't see a ton of kids seeing the movie i saw a lot like i saw like teenage teenage girls to old women like i saw a, quite a big range um so i was but mostly younger to middle-aged women was the most people i saw in the audience mm -hmm. wearing their pink wearing their outfits whatever um and then you like boyfriends that had to come along or whatever um but i think yeah it's probably not for kids um i think teenagers like i think if you're I think it's a thing that your parent, like a parent would have to talk to them after the movie um, conversations and stuff. And obviously parents know their kids the best so they can, you know, Engage see if they're ready for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think there's a lot of good stuff in this movie. Um, I think it's, um, Ken in this movie, it's, you know, he was made basically as an accessory and for Barbie, not like his own thing. Obviously. Um, so I think they talked about that well. Um, and I thought it was funny, all the stuff with Ken and everything and him figuring out how it works. Um, I like the role reversal. Um, I think Ryan Gosling did a really good job and he was a good choice. Um, his comedic timing and style fits perfectly with this character and how they wrote it. I'm sure if I'm, I would be surprised if that uh, Greta Gerwig didn't have him in mind when writing when this, she was writing it. if because like it's perfectly suited for his comedy style, so yeah, um, I think uh, he's a good comedic actor, um, um, and I would like to see him do more comedic stuff. Um, yeah, there is. I liked the the kind of some of the twists of the movie. You think it's this little girl's memories, and it, um, you know, it ends up being the mom's memories with the the girl, not you know, not the other way around. So you she's coming to the real world thinking it's because of this girl, but it's actually the mom's feelings. So what what's happening in the movie is Barbie is all of a sudden having weird thoughts of 
existential thoughts and she thinks is the girl is depressed but it's actually the mom is sad that her daughter is growing up and not wanting to like play barbie and stuff with her anymore um so i thought that was interesting um and um i mean i guess that was a twist well i didn't care (laughs) okay I didn't think it was like a, I'd say it was a twist. That was just the plot. I don't, I don't. They showed it. They showed like the same scenes again with. But yeah, man. but so it was then, very clear that the mom wasn't shown. It just. I didn't think it was much of a twist, but okay. yeah, I guess technically, yeah, it was a twist. Yeah, um, I would say it's like. Eating a pretzel and then surprised that there's a twist. It's just there wasn't much of a twist. Yeah, I um, yeah. So that yeah, the big scene with America Ferrera, um, that brings it down a point for me. Um, and then uh, a half point comes down for me based on this ending. Um, with the creator of Barbie Ruth is a character in this. (laughs) And I, at first I was confused about the ending and I had a lot of time to marinate on it. Um, I like it and don't like it at the same time. Cause it, it was like, who is this person? And I was like, it's her ghost hanging out at Mattel, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't know why this is the bar you're taking a problem with. There's another Barbie world anyways. You're already in disbelief. This is the part where you're going to say, I know, I don't believe this. But that just with I'm not saying that I don't believe it. It's just weird. Like, it's weird. To, like, I... I'm okay with the Barbie thing because obviously I have to accept that premise from the get, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's yeah. just like, okay, now there's this like lady's ghost hanging out in the, like a room, like the so yeah, they knew Toyota. so that they knew that the ghost was there, so they made up like this uh, like 1940s, 50s <laughs> house set for her ghost to hang out in always, like that is weird a little weird to me uh you know what i'm saying like i agree i thought the whole thing was dumb i didn't um, know who she was either it didn't really make that much sense um but but that it's just kind of you know they're just talking about like you know like what it means to be human i think and yeah having complex emotions and stuff like that um, obviously Barbie, there's not m- much. It's just like pretty straightforward. Um, but yeah, so the, the ending was a little weird. Um, I think I would see this movie again. I liked, um, the, Oh, I think th- most of this movie is really strong for me. I think the opening of the movie was strong and funny where they're talking about Barbie and the impact that Barbie had with the narration and stuff. The whole, her taking a shower with no water, 
drinking her tea with no tea in it and yeah all that and then we do it a second time but everything is going wrong yeah i thought that was funny and then like the song is different oh really i thought it was hilarious (laughs) that's so funny i thought it was great Um, we go into ken's beaching each other off mm -hmm. an unfunny joke in the trailer an unfunny joke in the movie um so basically the first section for me was so continue Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I could see where you might have a problem then with that. I I liked the Barbie being in the Barbie world. Oh, um, and then them just going, hi, hi, for like eight years or whatever. I know that was the joke. I just didn't find it funny. Oh, okay. Well, so you liked them being in the real world more, I'm guessing? I would say yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll we're kind of remembering it as we're talking about it so okay yeah because i i like the stuff in the barbie world more than the stuff in the real world um most of it anyway um but yeah i um my favorite the the re there's a there's one very 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 short um scene in the movie um that um this it'll stick in my mind after and it has stuck in my mind since i watched it and i saw it on whatever day wednesday or something um when she gets to the real world and she's at a bus stop um and she turns to this older lady and she says you are beautiful and then the lady turns to her and she says i know (laughs) i don't know that was really nice i liked that moment a lot it was i think that what was good about the movie it was just i think the confident like having women having the confidence to just be that way is um refreshing for me uh than just I'm okay with that confidence than just whatever like they're empowered, but not in like a preachy way. You know what I mean? It's just like, they're just how they are. You know what I mean? Um, Uh, Honestly, I had forgotten about this scene, but yeah, that was my favorite moment in this whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there was a, you said in I just off topic, but you in Indiana Jones you were like some scene where the villain had some talk with some random yeah like service guy, and I was like I had forgot that scene was <laughs> in the movie. I still I'm still in the same boat as that one. I didn't think this was that big of a deal. It's I'm like I like the character moments. For me, it's always more about the acting and the character moments than I don't than like the always the plot. I think you get hung up on like certain plot things more and I'm more about like the characters relationships and the interactions and stuff like that. So when you have something like that, that just stands out so much for me, it helps it a lot. Um, um, I, there 
there's needs to be room for movies that do different things and have something else to be said. Um, it's always going to be difficult when there's, it's just about, you know, being human and like that's always comes with pitfalls. I think if you're just going, Hey, well this sucks. Now listen to me about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I think this movie did a good job. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not a perfect movie by any means. Um, so um, I would see it again. Um, I do. I am interested in getting people's perspective. I ha- I've gotten a few people's perspective, but most people are probably not getting it. Like, I think people are either immediately seeing it or they were like waiting for people's reactions, you know, to the movies. Um and I just think everyone can have a very different reaction to this movie. And I think it's pretty obvious that that happens because me and you there's, and uh, Laura had a completely different perspective. <laughs> so yeah, cause I talked to other, we, um, I saw it with other people that I work with and most of the female people that I work with that saw the movie liked it a lot. Um, I asked a couple of them, I was like, what's your rating? And one girl was like, I don't know, a 10 or an 11. (laughs) So, you know, I think everyone will take something different from it. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent the target audience, but I also like indie. I would say <clears throat> Laura's not like she said so far her favorite movie of the summer was Mission Impossible. And then she before she said that, she said as a joke, uh, my favorite movie of the summer hasn't come out yet. And she's referring to Oppenheimer. So um <laughs> All right. Well you, I she guess said you it got- as a joke, but Okay. I would say she's not like your typical. Uh, she's just not the target audience, I guess. She likes uh, more depth to her movies. So when they're just kind of telling these um, kooky jokes the whole time, and she doesn't, she doesn't enjoy it that much. I don't know. I will say, I think, I think she is more. She. Um, likes a, a comedy is uh difficult i think it's harder to get her to like really laugh at something i think than other mm. stuff i mean she likes romantic comedies but i wouldn't say this movie is a romantic comedy i so. agree i i like this movie a lot i think it's uh worth your time just at whether you like it or not like it i just think it's a interesting piece of media to watch. And um, I think either way, I think it would be an interesting watch. I don't think, I don't think it was boring. Um, I thought at least there was fun stuff in it. Um, And there's different, all, you know, all different kinds of things. There's funny 
serious, heartfelt, you know, stuff in it. So I think it was just an interesting movie to watch. Um, I never felt like it was heartfelt. Like I never wanted to cry in this movie or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I can see how someone could think that though. Like you said, yeah. there is a wide spectrum of how someone could enjoy this movie or not enjoy this movie. Yeah. So exactly. Um, um, yeah, there's there's a there's movies every once in a while that come out, and it's just like this is a movie that you have to experience and form your own opinion about. Um, it was really weird because I was laughing more at this movie than Laura was. Yeah, like I said, I, you know. We'll and see. also, dan- dance numbers do nothing for me. By the way, oh, so I, I thought the I music was, was like, good. Oh, and, great, they're uh, dancing now. What? I was just like, oh, great, now they're dancing. Yeah. Like, well, I in the trailer for Walkover, it's, it's like I started now, I can't stop. That's how it felt like. <laughs> Well, well, this movie. So when they're in the Barbie world, there it's if there were someone was playing with them, right? So they're just like, okay, I'm doing this now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, just, I, I understand the joke in that. And then there was dancing at the end, and they do like a basically like yeah. grease lightning or something where they go into some yeah. pink and blue land, just like which was hilarious. I like I that whole that's almost hilarious. Yeah. And to a degree, it's funny. It's just, like you said, it's not laugh out loud funny. It's just like, oh, you're making fun of this. Cool. Yeah, I think, yeah, there was layers to it. And yeah, there was plenty of things that I think if you had just gone in cold, there's things you can laugh out loud, but then there's other things you're just like thinking. I, I thought about this movie afterwards. Um, and I think, no, it's funny. Ironically, they make a joke where Godfather, all men shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I did that to Laura, but what's funny is the person who showed me that movie was my mom. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah that's mom's favorite movie or one of her favorite yeah, movies I know. And so it is a... also mine so um but you know i yeah it is funny that it yeah mom did show it but you know i don't know i don't so know I maybe was set up. I was set up. it wasn't my fault yeah exactly i i I have had a lot of conversations about the godfather where women are like i don't it was fine, you know, and I'm like, but you don't understand. <laughs> this movie's great. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think yeah, I think that that yeah, you. This movie is heavily influenced by a lot of things. Yeah, I I agree. Um, so good stuff, good movie. I liked it. Andrew's at a what? Six, five, what was it? Yeah, I'm gonna give it a six because I do think it's like better than like cocaine bear or something like that. I don't really want to put it that low. Um, yeah, well, on my list for the year, um, this movie and cocaine bear are nowhere near each other on that. So, yeah, 
I mean, the only parts I really thought that were funny were the Ken parts. Like, Will Ferrell did nothing for me. Although it is kind of it's funny watching him run like will run around like a goof, but I yeah. mean, <laughs> everything he said was just like a throwaway line for me. Yeah, um, I thought the, it was pretty funny. Um, that little lady, I've never found her funny. Which um, way? She's like the messed up doll that kids play with too oh, hard. Oh no, she was funny. Yeah, weird Barbie. I never, Never found her funny. Um, when they go into the real world and Ken's like, this world's made for men. And then he tries to go get a job as all these things. Yeah. And he's like trying to be a doctor or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Security. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Can um, I talk to a doctor? I am a doctor. Uh, a, mm-hmm. a, a male <laughs> But you're not yeah. a man. <laughs> oh, there he is. Yeah. Funny stuff. Yeah. You need an MBA, uh, you know, references. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm a guy. That's not how it works. <laughs> I don't know. Good stuff. I thought it was a good movie. Um, so I'm, uh, yeah. So Andrew's at a six. I am at uh, eight and a half. All right. Well, we will see you guys on the next one. See you later.